Back on Shrimp on Deck and the Jumbo Shrimp Podcast, this is Roger Hoover now joined by the owner, CEO of the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, Ken Babby. Ken, great to see you in Jacksonville. Hey, Roger, welcome back. back. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> Happy New Year, as we say. Yeah, thank you. How's everything gone for you recently? It's been great. We're ready to go. It's uh, The winter always seems a little long than we, longer than we want, and I think by the time you get past the holidays, you start getting excited for baseball, and here we are. It's April, and, and time for baseball once again. We recorded this on Media Day, and just a moment ago downstairs, you said to the media that was gathered from all around Jacksonville, this is already year three of the Jumbo Shrimp, year four since you've taken control here. Does that blow your mind how fast time has gone? Yeah, I mean, I'm probably, uh, you know, even more bald than I was when we started for probably, you know, uh, three years in, it's 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 it. This has been just a, a dream come true, and uh, certainly we had a vision and had a plan for what we wanted the jumbo shrimp to be. Uh, but the reality of it is, is it's far exceeded our expectations. The community's response to the team, our front office's passion and devotion to making this the epicenter of great affordable family entertainment. Uh, you see it at the ballpark every night. You'll see it all season again. Uh, this is a really special place to be in Jacksonville, and we think we've brought an asset to the community that was already great. Baseball was a big part of Jacksonville. Minor League Baseball was here long before the Jumbo Shrimp. We believe we've accelerated it and made it a real important part of this community. You go back to 2017. So much of it was introducing the Jumbo Shrimp brand to the fans. 2018, what did you notice about the brand last year? And just, again, every fan, it seems like, who walks through those gates has a shrimp shirt on, has a shrimp hat, and if they don't, they leave with one. You know, I don't think there's anybody on our staff that has sort of said, yeah, this is good enough. Let's just keep doing it the way we're going to do it, right? I, I know I don't you know, treat this business that way. I know our staff doesn't feel that way. And so at the end of every season, it's all about, well, that went really well. What can we do to make it better? You know, what what new food option can we come up with? What new, um, you know, area of the ballpark that didn't exist last year can we come up with that's going to make the experience even better for our fans? And how do you do all those kinds of things and keep pricing where it is or in, fine, in many ways find ways to lower pricing? And so that's, that's the challenge. And I think we've uh, been successful at accomplishing that balance and keeping the pricing low, haven't changed our prices, and at the same time adding more value to the fans, more giveaways, more fireworks nights, better experiences for our fans. And so far that relationship has been wonderful as they've supported the team, and we're going to keep doing this for a long, long time. Along those lines, what was the focus for your staff in this offseason gearing up for the 2019 season? Yeah, you know, I think Last season was a uh, you know was was revealing in a couple of ways. One, we really dealt with weather in a different way, particularly early in the season. So I'm already elated at the forecast for the first week of the season, as it looks pretty strong. But I will say that um, finding ways for the community to engage with the team deeper than just coming to a jumbo shrimp game, right? Our our shrimp service program where we go out in the community and volunteer in different nonprofit groups. We've entered into a new partnership with the Jacksonville Library with the Jacksonville Reads program. Uh, you know, our reading program in the community was good. It was it was there before, but now it's expansive in a way that, you know, as students can continue to um, meet different reading objectives in their classrooms, their family can earn free jumbo, jumbo shrimp tickets and come down to the ballpark and engage with the team. There are more ways in the community to engage with this team, I think, than there ever have been in its history. And that's been a big focus of Andrea Williams and the work that we've done in the community. In the ballpark, of course, there's always new things to look forward to, but um, the, the, the probably the most 
most prevalent in the area people will see first is the one-to-one financial uh, area, fan area on the third base side. We're very, very excited about that. Uh, and, and also the PNC Home Plate Club behind the plate. We wanted a premium space where, where fans could come in, have waiter-waitress service, sit closer to the catcher than the pitcher is, and that'll be a fun fun area for fans as well. And then maybe some areas that fans don't get to see. Uh, things have really improved for the Jumbo Shrimp players and the staff in their areas. That's there. right. Yeah, so we've we've done a lot to renovate both the, uh, the office areas, the clubhouses last year, um, and continuing to improve fitness spaces. I mean, this is a really important part of player development. So if we're serious about our partnership with the Marlins, which we are, about making this a, uh, a you know a great place for players to develop to become future major league stars, we've got to give those players the amenities to get better. I think we always had a good clubhouse. It's even better now. Uh, and we're excited to share that uh, with the team this year as they're, as they're reporting this week. You mentioned the partnership between the Jumbo Shrimp and the Miami Marlins. Uh, last summer was a really special opportunity when the Marlins CEO, Derek Jeter, made a trip to Jacksonville. I got to spend the game in your suite watching mm-hmm. the game. Just what was that whole day like for you, and what was his feedback to you? Well, you know, I think Derek, uh, he's learning the same way we are. I mean, obviously he has a much larger um, purview and much larger responsibility uh, and 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 a lot more zeros at the end of the numbers that they that they're spending. But I'll but I'll tell you, he cares passionately about the player development process, and he has to, right? They don't have the same luxuries to be able to go out and sign a Bryce Harper at you know three hundred thirty million dollars, at least not today. And so the market and the success of the Marlins is going to come from player development. We say that about the Cleveland Indians as well, where we have our team in Akron, and I and I feel fundamentally that that Derek gets that. I think it was very obvious the first place he went when he walked in this building uh, was to go talk to the players in the clubhouse. He wanted to have conversations with the coaches. He wanted to shake everybody's hand to engage with them. There were certain players he knew. There were a lot of players he didn't. And then he went back to his suite and he watched the game. I mean, he certainly observed what was going on in the ballpark and gave, you know, his opinions on those things. But he was watching the players. He wanted to see what the future of this franchise was going to be. And, you know, he, he told me before he left that day, he shook my hand and said, one, we're going to be back to Jacksonville. This is a great place to come. Very easy trip for them from Miami. But two, there's a lot of players here that are very important puzzle pieces in the future of the Miami Marlins. And that's pretty exciting. And of course, you've worked hard uh, with the Akron Rubber Ducks rebrand, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp rebrand. What was it like to see the new Marlins colors, logos, and uniforms you got to see in this week in games? Yeah, I was fortunate to get a chance to get a little sneak peek before they came out. And uh, I was really proud when I, first of all, it takes a lot for a major league team to rebrand. It's one thing for a minor league team to do it. It is a lot of work. There's a lot of expense. Major League team, that there's a lot of, I mean, even walking through the clubhouse today, the equipment bags, the travel bags, as you mentioned, things the fans don't always get a chance to see that go into a rebranding effort. And they did it with class. They did it right. I think it's, um, it's vibrant. It definitely, to me, speaks Miami. When you see those colors, it definitely, you know, it, it just brings to light sort of the Miami that we think about. And so... I think the franchise is going to be in great hands, and I, and I we already know they have a great ballpark. They now have a great brand, and they have a great you know leadership and ownership structure. It's going to take time. I mean, I think for people who are sitting here saying we want to win a World Series this year, uh, well, it's not to say that they're not trying, but I think the objective is to be good for the long run, and they're they're on the right path for sure. Of course, you're very involved with minor league baseball, owning two teams, uh, Akron and Jacksonville, and also sit on various committees and really working to move the games forward. Uh, what has your offseason been like in terms of just dealing with some potential rule changes we could see or how the game is starting to change a little bit at the minor league level? Yeah, so I, I think the emphasis on game speed continues to be a focus. Um, we'll watch very carefully as as those rule changes 
many of them have been reported, um, play out over the next couple of years. Uh, my focus has been mostly on the digital side of the business, and, and I am fortunate to chair a committee uh, that's known as BERCO. It stands for Baseball Internet Rights Company. And it looks at all the digital assets of our game. And it looks at all the things that we see on the field, the experiences, the travel, all the pieces that it go, that go into playing minor league baseball and packing packaging those in a way that fans can now find those accessible. We see those on major league, you know, the social media and, and all the work that they're doing. Minor league baseball hasn't quite figured that out yet. And I think that we're on the path. Our new app will launch this week. We're really excited about the new uh, minor league baseball app of which fans can engage with the team in a more, I think, intimate way. There's a lot more that we can be doing in that space. We're also packaging our content and rights differently so, and so that fans can watch on MILB TV, but perhaps down the road watch a game of the week on Amazon the same way they would with their prime subscription in Major League Baseball. So there's a whole range of different kinds of um, partnerships and things in the works. We're focused very hard on video. We're focused really hard on social experiences and really extending uh, that jumbo shrimp experience beyond the nine innings of baseball fans can see at the ballpark. A lot of exciting things happening there and a lot of exciting things happening as well in the city of Jacksonville. You continue to be as committed as anyone uh, to making sure that this community thrives and that the Jumbo Shrimp play a large part in that. Yeah, I mean, we, we find ourselves here uh, in the center of the sports complex during a really exciting time. I mean, you don't have to go far to read about what the Jaguars and Shad Khan have said about Jacksonville. The Lot J Project, which, you know, listeners and fans know is coming later this summer, early fall. Uh, we'll make a new uh, sort of entertainment core uh, just past uh, the right field line here in the ballpark. We're really excited to see that come to fruition. But on the other side, even beyond the Jaguars projects and Shad's projects, you look across the street and you see an arena that hosted the NCAA tournament, Elton John choosing to bring his, his farewell tour here to Jacksonville, Pink coming to Jacksonville, and many other shows along the way. So we literally, you know, it's one thing to say we're in this entertainment core, it's another thing actually to be living it, and I think we really are. And so we see ourselves as a, as a strong proponent of that because we're activating the sports complex 70 nights a year with Jumbo Shrimp baseball games, plus other events, beer festivals, movie nights, different things the team is doing. You know, the, the football team across the street will have their big days, the arena will have its big days, but 70 days a year, the, the ballpark will be lit up for Jumbo Shrimp Baseball, and we see our role here as really important in the community in providing that off, that affordable family entertainment solution. And then what's new in Akron besides your new radio broadcaster, yes, Marco Lanave? Right. <laughs> for, for our uh, listeners that just, uh, you know, are just, uh, you know, as much as they love you, Roger, some, some people <laughs> do miss Marco, and we're dealing with that. There's a little bit of um, depression going on in that front. You <laughs> can flip, 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 o- flip over on your, uh, on your minor league baseball app and, and listen to the Akron Rubber Ducks of the Eastern League, and Marco will be right there with you to, you know, read you your uh, bedtime baseball and, and, and put you to sleep all summer. Not to say that Marco himself will put you to sleep, but um, we we feel uh, we feel incredibly fortunate to have Marco make the move. It also shows, you know, we talk a lot about player development. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about personnel in the field working their way to the big leagues. I feel, and I know I've shared that with you, that it's the same thing for anybody that works in this business. You know, while we love having Roger Hoover here in Jacksonville, I'm very excited about the fact that you get to go broadcast Major League Spring Training games in Miami, and I hope soon enough you'll be broadcasting Major League games uh, across the enterprise so we can all hear. So I feel the same way about our, our business side staff. We we want the best for our folks. We know 
our role in development. Um, we're happy to uh, to see people have success, and Marco's a great example of it. Things are well in Akron. Uh, high of about 38 degrees today. Uh, we open in Akron on Thursday, April 4th, and so it's uh, it's right around the corner as well. Well, Ken, thank you so much for joining us here on the radio. And again, when fans see you at the ballpark, you want them to come up, say Please. hello, and ask any questions they have. Yeah, and if you have ideas of how you think we can do a better job here, shoot me a quick email, ken at jackshrimp.com. We love engaging with fans and you never know, you might be coming up with the next great promotional night or food item. We're all ears. So. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it, Roger. Thanks so much. Have a great season. Thank you. We'll be back with more in a moment on the Jumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First.